0: Welcome to the Deeper's Creepers podcast where we like to get high and talk about horror movies. Thanks for tuning
1: in this week. I'm Casey, And I'm Jess. And this week we're going to be talking about Orphan First Kill. And, um, you know, during this movie I realized that Esther and I have a lot in common. Um, We're both adorable. We're both crazy. And we'll probably both try to fuck your dad.
0: Okay, folks, we are talking about Orphan First Kill this week uh, that just came out a couple weeks ago. Um, Hopefully a lot of you have had the chance to watch it. It's on Paramount+. Plus. If you haven't, go get your free week and go watch it. Because I'm going to tell y'all right now, this movie is batshit crazy good. I fucking
1: loved it. I was, I was, ugh. I can't wait. I
0: can't wait. Okay, I'll be honest. That One of the first things I want to say about it is our good friend of the podcast, Zach. Zach. Shout out. We love you. But. uh, Normally, (laughs) we have the same opinions on things. But before I watched this last night, Zach told me that it was awful. He said the first 30 minutes were horror and then the rest was a made-for-TV lifetime movie. And um, so I went in with very low expectations and I loved this movie. I don't even care. I'm sorry, Zach. I loved this movie.
1: You know, I, uh, I respected him before today. I'm just kidding. I love you. I love you so much. Mammal will kill me if she hears me talking bad about you. So can't do that. Can't do that. Um, I like, I like living. Yes. But, um, yeah, I mean, I watched it and I didn't, I didn't really go into it with any sort of expectation. I really try not to with movies because I'm like, lately I've just not even been wanting to watch trailers because I just want to go into it with no expectation yes. and just really like let myself feel organically how yes I, I want to feel I want
0: wa- <clears throat> to I want to know the least amount about something before I go into it and just you know yeah. just go along for the ride that the director wants to take you on
1: yeah but I mean I so I went into it with like I said little expectation and <laughs> there are so many times I paused it to like ferociously write down notes. Yes. And I was like, this movie fucking rocks. Yes.
0: This movie is amazing. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I, when we were watching it last night, I just kept thinking, man, this movie fucks. It's so good. And, uh, there's like a really good twist in it that I absolutely enjoy. Um, I think we'll do a little bit of a spoiler free section here in a sec. Um, so we'll let you know when we start spoiling things for you guys. Yeah. Um, of course, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the people who made it, because we always want to shout those people out. Um, the director, William Brent Bell, also did The Boy, Brahms The Boy and I The love. Boy 2. I haven't seen The Boy 2 yet, but I loved The Boy.
1: I haven't seen The Boy 2 either. I didn't even realize there was a
0: second one. Yes, there is a second one. And Hell yeah. And those are both a stay tuned, because we're going to have to cover The Boy one day. The Boy
1: is incredible and you know i hate dolls yes i hate dolls i hate them and it's a
0: creepy ass movie but i thoroughly enjoyed that (laughs) yes (laughs) um so a couple of the actors obviously julia styles is in it who i love i think i mean is there anyone who really actively dislikes julia styles i don't know i like her yeah and i don't
1: think she's problematic
0: yep and of course elizabeth Furman came back to uh play her role as Esther again. Wonderfully, might I add. Wonderfully. Ugh. Of course, in the first film, she was a child. And in this film, she's a full-grown adult. And her acting has just gotten even better. I think she absolutely
1: killed this role. She was smart, fucking hilarious, Bad-ass. sassy. yeah. I loved her. I did, I too. wanted to be your friend. I was team <laughs>
0: Esther the whole movie. I didn't care. I
1: like, really was, too. And
0: even, like, at the end... I'm not going to spoil anything, but even at the very beginning, I was team Esther. I don't care. I don't. I love her. Maybe it's Isabel Furman. Maybe it's the story. Maybe it's both. Um, there's also, the dad is played by Rosif Sutherland. Uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his first name right. Um, he's hot. He's real hot. He's real hot. Lumberjack daddy hot. Yeah, Lumberjack
1: daddy sensitive artist. Yes,
0: and I think he does such a good job in this movie. I think they all do. And even the shithead son, whose name is Gunner, which, okay, right now I'm going to say, if you are making a movie, you are not allowed to name a, a character Gunner if they're going to be a piece of shit, because Gunner Hansen deserved better. And he did. It's an obvious reference when you use a, a name like that, and you are not allowed to do... It's kind of like in the new Candyman that came out this year or last year, It um, one of the characters was named Clive after Clive, Clive Barker, Barker who wrote the, you know, who wrote the original and uh, Hellraiser, of course. Mm-hmm. But so they named the shittiest character in the whole movie Clive. And I was like, no, you, no. Clive Barker was a sweet and sensitive man.
1: Yeah. And
0: these people deserve better. Gunnar Hansen deserves better than this shit heel of a teenager. I don't even, but yeah,
1: we'll, we'll get into Gunnar. Yes. But...
0: Um, so I think we've, you know, I... Our initial thoughts are: I really enjoyed it. I really think you guys should go watch it because, like I said, it's you can get a free week on uh, Paramount Plus and watch it, and it is definitely worth sitting it down and watching. Especially if you liked the first one, I think it ties a lot of stuff together really well, and I just think everyone had a lot of fun. It's it's campy. Go into it knowing it's campy. The it first is campy. movie was campy. I mean, thinking about the premise of the movie you kind of have to just let them take you on that ride.
1: Yeah.
0: And, you know, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think on the note of um, Paramount+, Plus, uh, one little thing, y'all really need to go get Paramount+, Plus and watch A Double Shot at Love with Benny and Polly D, because that shit is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Anyways, really excited to get into this movie with you guys. I think, like I said, we both loved it. Um, I definitely... I'm so ready to get into these spoilers. So I think, I really think yes. we should just jump right yes. in.
0: Yes, the spoiler-free part is over. If you have not uh, seen it yet, stop this, go listen, come back. Yes. Okay, now you're back. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome. Uh, so the movie starts off at the Sarn Institute, which of course, hopefully if you've seen, if you're watching this movie, you've seen the original. Um, otherwise, what's the point? There's just a lot of cool stuff that connects to the original that you are going to want to see. Um, so we started the Sarn Institute, which of course we know from the first movie, um, Esther is from, um, and there's this, uh, therapist, Anne, she's, she does art therapy for, for patients in this, you know, asylum,
1: and, uh, her first day sucks. Yeah, I would say so. Um, (laughs) you know, we get to meet, uh, Lena, which they introduce as... The most dangerous patient. Yes. And, um... It's
0: cor- and this is, of course, played by Isabel Furman, who we know as Esther, but I guess her real name is Lena.
1: Yeah, and so, um... The therapist, Anna? Yes, Anna. Anna sorry. Right. Anna is getting transported to, you know, check everything out. It's her first day at work. First and then, day in this asylum. And then, uh, Lena goes missing. Yeah. And the sirens are going off. She hasn't met Lena yet. No,
0: no. She's only been warned. Um, and these... And it, one of the thing that I really like about the beginning is these, this red light, it's obviously an emergency light flashing, and it goes on for a few minutes, and it's such a creepy, it was really creepy, it just, I think it's shot really well, I like lighting like that, I like when directors play with lighting, and cool stuff like that, so, yeah, so obviously, like just said, they're looking for Lena, and to, quote, keep Anna safe. They lock her in a room. That they didn't
1: check. That they didn't they even didn't, fucking look in that room. They just
0: put her in a room and locked it and said, okay, stay here. We're gonna go look for Lena. And then all of a sudden she turns around and guess who's fucking behind her.
1: I was, so, I literally wrote, he didn't check the room before yeah. he locked her in there. Yeah. Then lock her in a room with a patient. Bitch,
0: what? Yeah, that's what Maya would oh my uh, say. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say that I definitely noticed from the very beginning of this movie, I don't know... If it's both of our TVs, I don't know if it's the way it's shot. I don't know if it's Paramount's upload of it, but this movie
1: looks like shit. It is, like, it's got this weird, like, vignette tone over it or something. Yeah. Or it's, like, very, like, um, like, it's supposed to be reminiscent of, like, the 70s, but it's But it's it's the whole movie. And it looks. Yeah, this does not really, that part doesn't really make sense to me either. Because I know, yeah, I noticed that, too, and I wrote down, like, there's, like, a gradient or, like, a like a tinting on it somehow.
0: Yeah, I literally put, these shots look like shit, and they look like they're shot through a screen door. That's what it looks like. It, it looks like they so put a screen weird. in front of the, yeah. like, the camera. I it's, just don't
1: understand. It,
0: maybe, like, an inch of Vaseline. I don't know, but it looks like crap. I liked the movie, but it looks like shit. Yeah. Just not in focus at all. Um, <clears throat> Isabel Furman looks amazing. I do know that they said they did no digital de-aging on her. It's all makeup.
1: Oh, I love I that. Which I love
0: because I think it did. It just it looked so good.
1: We love some practical yes, effects. Yes, we love yeah. practical
0: effects. And everyone in the cast had to wear platform boots. Oh
1: God, I forgot to make about her look that. Shorter. I have to go back and rewatch it. There's one <laughs>
0: shot where I noticed that they had to have been. It's when the dad walks into the bedroom because he's like taller than the door frame, and I noticed. I was like, yeah. It. I, and I wonder if they made her bedroom like slightly like everything in her bedroom slightly larger to make her look smaller because it seemed like even the bed she was very proportionally a child to the size of the bed so I wonder if they made it bigger because they did that on a lot of sets of um some of the child the child's play stuff so I know that they used a lot of those techniques in some of the child's play movies um like they would make the beds a little bigger so that when they had um instead of, like, the doll, they'll have, like, a small, a small person, um, playing in a Chucky costume. Oh, yeah. They would make it bigger so that he would be doll-sized instead of, you know, just little person-sized. Right. And, uh, yeah, I, I love the play movies. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I, I love them. I didn't know that, though. That's a very fun fact.
0: Yeah, so I, uh, I kind of wonder if they played with some stuff like that. Yeah, Um, and we've
1: got I mean, the technology
0: these days. Yeah. They can, but most, they can make anything happen. Most of the time, I really did not notice that, you know, the cast was, you know, either wearing really tall shoes. Like, it just, it, I feel like they did a really good job on framing everything so that she looked so small compared to everyone. Because Isabel yeah. Furman isn't a tall woman, but she's a full-grown woman. She does, she's not the size of a child anymore. Right. And so they had to play around with that and really focus on it. Because for the first one, she was a child playing you know, this adult playing a child, and now yeah. she's an adult playing an adult playing a child.
1: It's, I, I totally forgot about that, but I can't wait to, wait to re-watch it with that, uh, that in mind. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I really didn't notice a lot of it,
1: but. <laughs> well, this is, um, this is the point where we kind of get to really see the scars under, like, Where she pulled her restraints so hard Mm -hmm. that she scarred her wrists and neck. And that's why she wears the ribbons. Yeah. Which I thought was such a fun connection to the first one. Mm -hmm. Um, So we,
0: and we learn a little more about her backstory. Like, I guess before she came to the Institute, she still would pass herself off as a child. But normally she would just, like, infiltrate a family, take a bunch of their valuables, and then, like, leave. But I guess... What got her in trouble was she stayed in a family because she wanted the dad. And then I think she ended up killing them all. And, well, he doesn't even specify that. He just says, well... She, she lives here now. She lives here now. <laughs> Which, fair. Yeah. That's, that's all the explanation you need, yeah. really.
1: Yeah, she lives here.
0: So, uh, we learn a little bit about that. or And he's telling Anna, the new therapist, about it. Yeah. And, um...
1: I... Oh. Yeah. So... You see her, you see um, Lena in her cell.
0: I'm probably going to call her Esther. I'm going to be honest. I'm probably going to call her Esther most
1: of the time. Yeah, I'll probably bounce back and forth. But I we're talking her. about the same person. Yeah, same
0: person. <laughs> Lena, Esther, Isabel, no matter what we call her, it's the same person. Yeah.
1: But um, we go to a scene of her in her cell and uh, she's got this tiny little TV she's watching. And it's like she's perfecting herself on being like, a sweet child by watching Shirley Temple. Like, she was watching Shirley Temple and mimicking it, like, yeah. as practice for what she was about to do, and then... oh This
0: creepy... Uh, there, It's just, the scene is so weird, and I get that she's an adult, but, like, also, ugh, it's weird. Um,
1: I wrote, what the fuck? He's got a child fetish. Creepy. Yes. So
0: this guy, his name is Dimitri. Um, he's one Blech. of the uh, staff He's wearing, like, all white clothes. He's a staff member. And he opens the little, because obviously each door has the little opening to put tray food trays in and stuff. And he puts a box in there and she opens it and it's her little uh, velvet ribbons that she wears around her wrists. And he, it's like a sweet little thing. He got her these, like, little ribbons, or it could be sweet, um, <laughs> to, like, hide her scars and she's very happy about it. And then there's this moment where she's like, well, I want to do something for you. Can you come in and he just vigorously shakes his head?
1: Like, it was he was like heavy breathing, he watching didn't even her speak.
0: It was weird.
1: Well, even before he got in the room, he yeah. was like breathing, panting on the window and oh um, the whole thing is it made me incredibly uncomfortable. Yes,
0: um, so it's such a fucking weird scene because he like gets in there and she pulls a chair up so that she can be as tall as him. It was weird. Oh my God, and then she bashes his fucking head against the wall. <laughs>
1: As he fucking deserved. Yo I was happy that guy died.
0: Yes. And And I said,
1: why is no one watching the footage of the most dangerous patient in the building? In the building. And with clearly,
0: like, you should know that your staff is mentally unwell. He showed no signs of being okay.
1: So. Um, Well, Casey, they're understaffed because nobody wants to work these days. (laughs) Am I right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, Jess. Nobody wants to work. No. Nobody's ever wanted to work. (laughs) Um <laughs> that down, I had to say it. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, this is, like, the first instance where we get, like, Isabel, or Esther's character, is so fucking smart. Like, she is always three steps ahead of everyone else, and 100%. I love that. Because she steals his keys, and she packs her shit up, and she's leaving. Like, she's getting the fuck out of there. And, of course, she does.
1: But the the guard, like, the way she... Like you said, she's so smart. Like, she... Kind of trained this patient, e. like, like fucking Pavlov, yeah. like, to when she has candy. She'll say her name, E.D. And then she'll fucking And this freak patient out.
0: attacks whoever Esther wants her to attack. Yeah. And then Esther throws her a piece of candy.
1: So, uh, basically. Which I love. I honestly love that dynamic. She murdered the fuck out of that guard that was oh guarding the God, door. Yeah, She got her candy. She got her candy though. But Esther yeah, Esther held up her end of the deal. Cuz it is
0: it's such a cool. Oh yeah, we're Esther fans for sure Definitely. if you haven't realized. <laughs> um there's this part where she gets to the front door and there's one security guard and she holds her hands up and she starts laughing. Um he's yelling at her and uh she's just sitting there laughing and then all she d- does is say "idi" and she the woman just tackles the fuck out of this guard. And she it goes was "want some same. candy?" and yeah, so she murders the hell out of this guy. A lot of people dead all of a sudden.
1: Um, yeah, and it's just the beginning. I was like, okay, I'm, yeah. in, I'm into it. Yeah,
0: this first half hour is batshit, but it is awesome. Um, and then there's this really creepy shot where Anna, so so right before all this, like, as all this shit's happening, uh, the guy's like, wow, crazy first day, huh? And she's like, this job is not for me. I this kid,
1: job is not I, for I me. I fucking
0: quit. <laughs> so there's this shot of her in her car, and she, like, the windshield wipes the snow off because it's snowing. And Isabel standing there with, you know, going, shh. Oh, yeah. And I just thought that was cool. And then, of course, Anna gets out of her car and then gets back in and drives home. So, of course, Esther was in the car. Like, we all the knew people
1: it. in this movie were really fucking stupid. Except for Esther. Except for Esther. Esther's the smartest person alive. Yes, yes. I know. But everybody else made the worst decisions.
0: Yes, it's, it's stupid. Anna's yeah. stupid.
1: Yeah so anyways we get back to Anna's house. And she murders the hell out of Anna. Um, She was in the trunk.
0: Yeah she was and she like I said she's just so smart and she immediately so what she does and I because you kind of wonder like you don't know a whole like obviously the extent of her backstory in the first one um which is kind of why everyone was excited to get this prequel obviously and I just thought it was such a I honestly just so fucking smart I can't say it enough she goes and starts looking up missing American girls that look like her I and thought she that was finds so
1: fucking genius that's been
0: gone for a few years they've done like a digital aging of like what the girl could look like now and she looks a lot like Esther looks yeah and so Esther makes herself up to be a little girl and goes outside in the dark and waits for a police officer to come up and say oh where are your parents and she says they're in America, America and holy shit that just like you can explain away almost anything. Yeah. Like and there are so many instances in this movie that she could really just use so many of like that as an excuse
1: for like to get away with everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it
0: oh, she's so smart. I love her.
1: Yeah. I really was like holy shit. Oh, but uh, I I made a note that the scene where after she murders Anna, mm-hmm. she's playing the piano, drinking wine, covered in blood. And that is big me vibes. Yes. yes. She it was the coolest scene. It was. She was literally like she was
0: leaving blood on the piano as she was playing.
1: Drinking a big old fat glass of wine yes. covered in blood. And I was Looking, looking for her next scheme. <laughs> and looking for some outfits. Yeah, that too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she did. She dresses so cute in this, like a little American girl doll. It's adorable. Um, and so right after that scene ends so she murders the fuck out of anna it's like the first half hour of the movie maybe and it is just like it could almost be a short film in itself because i think it's so fucking good and i do like the rest of the movie but there is this as soon as that ends it flips to this other scene of a character we don't know which we like we later find out is named gunner and it's like playing this like like cool guy song and it's like he's fencing and there's like these like slow-mo moments and he's walking like a cool I'm like is this a different fucking movie? I feel like I'm watching Tom Cruise in fucking like Top Gun. Like this is not the same movie and they're setting this kid up to be this cool guy
1: and then we later find out he's a big giant piece of shit. I literally wrote down trying to make fencing look cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I it's okay. Didn't turn my head in time there.
0: Yeah, that that's pretty fucking funny. Yeah, they just <laughs> it's so weird. I and also said
1: why are people in movies always so rich? Oh my why god. Why can't like you just open the scene and be like cooking breakfast. This, this is where I live yeah. and it's here.
0: No, they live in a fucking <laughs> mansion. They're rich as shit. They're like socialites basically. I mean, the mom is Ugh. she's awful. I hate her. Uh, but she's played by Julia Stiles, which, so it's kind of hard. Yeah. But also she sucks. So uh, yeah, we learn that Gunner is the teenage son, um, and his character is a little shitheel. Ugh. Um. So then we they have this like very. Ex- expositional conversation of our daughter's never coming back but i need her to come back i'm not okay without her in it like yeah you could kind of explain that a little better because it gets very expo- expositional for a minute oh my gosh but then uh the detective shows up because they had quote unquote found their daughter and i'm gonna tell you julia styles face does not look happy to find her daughter
1: i thought that too she immediately I was, was like really weird oh
0: god no like ooh, I don't want her back. But then I mean, we later yeah. find out why. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, because that's yeah. N- nope. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. So
1: <laughs> they they go. Uh, Julia Stiles alone actually goes to pick her up. Mm-hmm. Um, they come back on a private jet, and she's just like so freaked out by this little girl. Yeah, you Cause can tell, and
0: she can't. She hasn't found like. For a while, Esther plays it off really, really well and doesn't really say anything. But then she, like, shows her a picture of her dead grandma. And she's like, oh, I can't wait to see her. She's like, no. And I they call their grandma Mup Mup. That's, that's, I'm sorry, that's dumb. Uh, but anyway, I guess Mup Mup died a while back. And she's like, no, don't you remember? And uh, so you can tell. And when you're first watching this, you're like... Why does she mistrust her so much? Why is she trying to find exact reasons right. to prove that this little girl isn't hers, but then you later find out? Do you want to go ahead and spoil it? Do you want to? No. You no. guys have to wait. yeah.
1: That's a good idea. I was thinking that, too. <laughs> Fuck you guys. But no, I, I absolutely agree. I just thought it was so weird because you would think, what, this little girl's supposed to be, like, ten years old. Yeah. And it it would be absolutely reasonable for a child who went through the trauma that she just, you know, supposedly went through mm-hmm. to have repressed memories. Exactly. And they go to therapy. Exactly. So I don't understand. She could have. Why they wouldn't think that she just regressed all that. And, I mean, of course, in well, a child's Well, obviously, yeah, life, we know. Later, you, but,
0: yeah. yeah. But when you, you know, she's gone through this trauma, like you said, she hasn't had any, mem, like, you know, uh, pictures or anything like that, anybody telling her memories to remember these things, because the reason you remember things for so long is because you talk about them, you revisit those memories. Yes. She wouldn't have been able to if she actually was a child that got kidnapped. So there are so many things she could explain away, like not knowing that Mup Mup was dead, not knowing about the bird later. There's just so many things that, like, and, like, not wanting to tell them exactly what happened when she was in Estonia. And because... She, you know, she's a traumatized child. There are so many explanations she can come up with for like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. I've been kidnapped for four years.
1: Yeah. And
0: I, gosh, she's so
1: smart. <laughs> I know, she truly is. But, um, yeah, so essentially we get back to the house. Um, Esther sees the house and everything. And then, you know, we kind of get settled in and, I think the next major thing is the therapy appointment. Yeah, it
0: would be so... I'm just going to say, it'd be so weird to re-meet your daughter. Like, the the scenes when she first comes home and, like, the dad's asking her questions, like, you have to re-meet your child all over again to figure out who they are as a person. Yeah. And he and that's, gets so excited when she says she loves to paint.
1: It was so sweet. So
0: sweet. And his paintings were really cool. And, yeah, I think it's cool that we get the backstory of why she does her paintings like that, because mm-hmm. he's... Her dad is uh, like famous for his UV light paintings, um, his like black light, because he'll have like a hidden layer when you turn a black light on over it. And of course, that's from the first movie. That was like a big twist in it. Yeah. And it's cool to see her origins of that because she got it from this guy that she's obviously she falls in love with him. And it's honestly, I almost ship the two of them because they seem so perfect for each other. Oh, my God. I don't agree she with that. She is in her 30s, okay? She is a full-grown adult, and that wife sucks, and she does not love
1: her husband. I I agree with that. But just looking at her, and I just see her as a child.
0: But she's an adult. I know. It's not her fault she looks like a baby. And she makes herself look younger in this, obviously. I know, but so, I can't get over it in know, my brain. I know, And, of course, he thinks that's his daughter, so that's not going to give her an ever- Yeah, happen. it's never going to work. No, that's never going to work. Uh, so yeah, like you said, the next big thing is they go to the therapist and, uh, Esther kind of fucks up and calls a different bird by a name. She, you know, she wouldn't have known this bird. She would have known a bird that died. And so the therapist is like, it was Mm. a different color. She's like, she should have known. And it's like, no, maybe her mom just told her, yeah, there's a bird named this name. And esther just associated the two in her mind because she's a child who has gone through more trauma than any child should ever go through i hate this therapist she's a dumbass
1: she is and then like later the mom is like all parakeets are what is it
0: (laughs) all uh parrots are macaws not all macaws, or all macaws are parrots not all parrots are macaws right a macaw is a specific kind of parrot like
1: this is a fucking 10 year old bitch Like, well, you know, a 30-year-old, but, yeah. It's like, damn, chill out. Right. Um, I think this was grilling her, too. I was like, nobody believes
0: her. She does seem way too intelligent. I think she could dumb herself down a little in front of people, you know what I mean? She just seems so intelligent for a 10-year-old. She needs to be a little more, like, distracted, I think. I think that would have, well, given what the mom knows, she never would have pulled it off, but in a normal family, she maybe could have pulled it off if she played dumber a little bit. Right, I get that. Um, But one of the cool things is Esther, the fake Esther, finds the real Esther's diary in her room, because they bring her back home like she's, you know, the real Esther, and she finds the actual little girl's diary, so she can, like, mimic the way she says, "mummy." And, like, you know, she, she's that's, like, the best thing you could find in that situation. Oh, absolutely. Like, I have all of her inner knowledge. Like, yeah. I can definitely play this girl now. Like, she was so I can't say it enough.
1: If so you're, smart. If you want to do a drinking game to this episode, take a shot every time we say she's smart.
0: Yep. Or if you want to do one to the movie, take a shot every time you think, God, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, one thing she does... for two do really half s-
1: shots because you'll be taking a lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing that she does that is not very smart is uh, she does leave her own Bible book out at one point. And the mom finds it, of course. and But, of course, the mom's known the whole time. Yeah. But
1: we'll get to that. But she sees a, a picture in there of her and her husband, and she's scribbled out. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, the mom's So fa- petty. The
0: mom's face is all scribbled out because she's like, yeah, your face sucks. I want to be this girl. <laughs> right. Um, so the, uh, there's, like, there's been this cop subplot because um, it's the detective that was trying to help them find the little girl. So then when they find the little girl, the detective is still, like, following them around. I don't know. He goes and talks to the therapist. And the fact that the therapist talked to him is so fucked up. You are a child therapist and you're talking to this private detective about her therapy? Like, no. Go away. Right. That was so fucked up and stupid. But I do like that the mom defended her immediately. She's like, is that appropriate?
1: Because he said, yeah, I
0: visited the therapist. And she's like, is that appropriate? And then later she says something about... Um, the therapist mistrusting Esther and her, the mom and the dad were both like, that's stupid. Why would she do that? Like, I really like that both of the parents are so for their child, which the mom's faking it. But the dad is like, so like, no, like she's not lying. Like you guys are fucking stupid. Where in right. a lot of movies it's gaslighting. Parents, parents do that to the child and they, they don't believe the kid cause they're just a kid, you know? Right? Yeah. There's this one part where Esther is pretty sure that it's, you know, she's blown her cover and she starts to leave. And then she sees the dad painting and she goes back in because she loves him. Yeah. And
1: uh, she...
0: She like you, daddy.
1: Yeah. He's hot. He is hot. But, um, yeah, so another thing that was found uh, in Esther's diary was um, by Trisha. Was a picture of the detective. And it had an address written on top. Yes. And I was like, oh shit, this bitch is about to go slay the detective.
0: Yes, because Esther obviously knows that the detective is figuring out who she is. Yeah. So fingerprints, too. He took a fingerprint from her room. So she is like, I gotta go fucking kill this guy if I want to be able to stay in this family. And so we cut to his apartment and uh, he's you know, running the fingerprint and he says out loud, if you're not Esther, then who the hell are you? And then she just starts stabbing the fuck out of him.
1: The door sounded like it just opened and he got his gun out and set it on the counter and didn't do anything. Also, right before that, he was cutting limes with a pocket knife. Who cuts limes with a pocket knife? And what the fuck was he
0: drinking? And then stabs it into his cutting board. Who stabs their cutting board? Don't don't be He's,
1: do He's stupid. He deserved it. I don't it. know what his drink was, but it did not look good. It did not look good. It looked like, like, scotch and lime juice. Like, Ugh. that's your thing, cool man. But that, it was, it was a weird scene. And like he, like I said, he heard his door open. Like, who would be there? Why wouldn't you be concerned? He got his gun out, set it on the counter, and kept looking at the fingerprints. I'm like, dude, you kind of fucking deserve that. Yep. Like I said,
0: everyone's so stupid. Everyone's so stupid. So she starts stabbing him in the back. And, oh yeah, so she starts stabbing him, and he goes down, and she's thinking, she says out loud, how the fuck did you know I wasn't Esther? And, um, I, this is the part where the movie fucking twists itself into one of my favorite things to ever exist. Uh Because the mom comes in and shoots the detective, And I was like, what the fuck? I literally had to pause it, rewind it. I literally had to pause the movie and rewind it because I was like, what the fuck? Why did the mom just kill this guy?
1: Yeah. And one thing I didn't even think about until just now, actually, was as he was like dying when she's like, how the fuck did you know I was Esther? And he said something, but then he's like, she doesn't buy it either. Yeah. Your mom doesn't know either. Or your, yeah, or your, your mom, mom knows, knows too. Yeah, yeah, your mom knows, too. And then the mom shoots the guy,
0: the detective. Yeah,
1: comes in because she found that picture with the address. Yes. But and she shows up and shoots him. And I'm just sitting, I was, like, gagged.
0: I had to sit there for a minute and be like, what the fuck just happened? And so um, they, of course, there's the scene of the mom and Esther. And the mom's like, so you're a 30-year-old criminal who infiltrated my family and Esther's just kind of sitting there like, fuck, I'm caught. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so, again, this is the fucked up twist of the movie. <laughs> I can't
1: even... Jess, I need you to tell it. Okay. So, we find out um, that the mother helped cover up the murder of her daughter, Esther. Because her son... Gunner apparently beat her to death because he played rough with her and he took it too far one time. She is a despicable woman. Piece of shit both of them are. Gunner is disgusting and he him and his friends earlier were like making fun of her and I was like this I was like your friends think that this is your sister that just got back. That was kidnapped for for four four years years, and they're making fun of like fucking kidnap girl.
0: I don't even I don't know any teenagers that are that fucking cruel teenagers No, the TikTok suck, generation yeah. is like at least remotely nicer for Yeah, them. I don't think that anybody would be like, ah, your fucking sister huh. like, that's so funny, you, you fucking orphan. You don't know what the fuck happened to her to in Russia. Estonia for four years. Like gross dude. Fuck you. Um but she 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 gusses she him out in in her language. She's oh, like why don't so I funny. cut your fucking balls up, you little piece of shit. <laughs> it was so good. Because she, yeah, she's fucking over these bitches. So, yeah, she finds out that um, Gunner killed his little sister and the mom covered it up and made it look like the little girl went missing. And then, so, this whole thing really broke the dad. Losing his kid and not knowing whether she was dead or alive really fucked up the dad. And he, you know, hired this detective for a long time and, um... The mom, and, like, he, he wasn't himself. It, it's very implied that they had a lot of marital issues because of it. He stopped painting because of it. Um, and, you know, he's getting his life back because he thinks he has his daughter back. Which, like, is so sweet and so
1: fucked up. So incredibly fucked up. I said that. I was like, this is so fucked so up. So fucked up. I feel,
0: I feel bad for the dad more than anyone else in the movie. Me too.
1: And so the mom is
0: like, listen, um... You're going to be your fucking daughter. You're going to play this role. You decided to play the role, so fucking play it because I'm not losing my husband again. I don't want him to go back to the person he was when he thought he lost his daughter because a missing child... She even says a missing child is worse than a dead child because you don't... You know what I mean? You just have that false hope and she doesn't want to lose her husband again. And she's like, you know, you got it. You got it made. And honestly, if if Esther wasn't in love with the dad and the mom wasn't such a piece of shit... She's got a nice ass house. Yeah. she gets to live as a
1: kid. They're so rich. Well, another thing that I thought was like really crazy about that scene is she made Esther help her bury the body of the detective and th- it was in the middle of the woods in this like in a well in a well and she f- she said that's where Esther's buried, isn't it? Mm. And she said, don't you ever say her fucking name. Like, like bitch, you didn't care about her. You threw down the damn well. You, you threw
0: your daughter's body in a well.
1: In a well. Don't act like you're better than anyone. Yep. But that's the thing. Like, the
0: girl, like, Esther has a rich family, a nice house, and she gets a pet rat. Like, I'm totally on board for this. Yeah, but she has to live with Gunner. <laughs> yeah, Gunner sucks. Um, There's this really cool shot, one of my favorite shots of the movie, when they, like, get a bunch of clothes and they come back into Esther's room and the camera just kind of, like... I don't know, it just kind of, like, swoops down in kind of, like, a funky, like, distorted kind of way, and I thought it was really cool, so I had yeah. to, I had to write that down, of course.
1: Um, I just think it's crazy, like, the entire time the brother's like, we have to kill her, we have to kill her, and she's like,
0: well... And the, well, and the brother's calling her names. You're the sociopath.
1: No fucking kidding. You
0: are the clear fucking crazy person in this scenario. Like, I realize Esther's crazy, but, like... You murdered your little sister, so,
1: like, And go you fuck live yourself. a normal life. You have no guilt or None. regret for what you've done. None. He was just... He was fucking despicable.
0: Yeah, I, like, I wrote down right around this time, man, I hope the son dies. <laughs> and, uh, I got my wish later in the movie. Spoiler, bitch! Spoiler, bitch! We're in the spoiler section. <laughs> uh, I did write at one point, the mom sucks, I wrote the mom is psycho. <laughs> yes, but one of my, one of the <clears throat> awesome parts that she gets her just desserts, Esther make so she oh, makes gosh. Esther food one night and puts some kind of drug in it. I assume it's to make her sleep or something, but Esther feeds it to the rat and the rat dies. So mm-hmm. then the next day, Esther makes her mom her morning smoothie and she puts a fucking rat in it. She put the rat in it. And yeah, the mom had to like pretend like nothing happened because she doesn't want the dad to know.
1: Yeah, he was like, why won't you drink your smoothie, hon? Like, and, try Yeah, she, it. like,
0: took a drink and dumped it down, and there's the rat there in the sink, and she's like, Ugh. It was gross. It was disgusting, but fuck that bitch. Oh, my gosh.
1: And she was just, like, oh, the part where she saw Esther and the dad, like, in the painting studio, and Esther, like, kissed his hand, and, mm-hmm. you know, she's like, he will never want you. And she's like, I'm going to go upstairs and fuck my husband. And I was like oh shoot oh like i know you think you have the upper
0: hand but i still wouldn't say that to esther
1: i said right here why am i rooting for esther i know i literally wrote
0: hashtag team esther on (laughs) because i'm obsessed with her
1: well i think my one of my absolute favorite scenes in the movie is um
0: (laughs) i see you wrote down the same thing i did (laughs)
1: yeah when she she steals hurt the mom's car because
0: the mom's like okay because she like kind of tried to kill the mom and brother a little bit tried to push him in front of a train yeah and so the mom's like you're gonna fucking try to kill me this is over you're dead so esther runs from the mom and brother maces the brother in the face amazing and then gets in the car yeah and then gets in their car and speeds off because she's like fuck you you're not killing me and it's such a good scene. She puts she's her sunglasses on. Lights up a cigarette. She puts some lipstick on. And she's got Maniac M- maniac playing on maniac. the radio.
1: It was my favorite scene. She I looks think maybe so in badass movie. in
0: it. She was a fucking sassy
1: bitch. I loved it. She
0: looked so fucking cool. But of course she gets pulled over. Because of course the mom reported the car as stolen by her daughter. Right. So the cop pulls her over. She's like, you must be Esther. And it's, you know, she's thinking, like, you know, the 10-year-old just took the car for a joyride. So, luckily, she gets brought back home. But, well, but not for her.
1: Because
0: <laughs> the 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 parent the, the dad is off on a trip. They, like, dropped him off at the train station. So, it's just the mom and brother home, and they're like, we need to finish this. And it, Esther's
1: like, shit. <laughs> well, also, shit. The, cop, um, the cop mentioned that... They called the father as well about the stolen car. Yeah, and the mom's like, like, shit. She's like, fuck, I have to deal with this quickly, you know? Yeah, yeah, because the mom wants,
0: she just wants that (laughs) perfect, (laughs) yes, she just wants that perfect family image. She doesn't care about anything other than the image of her family. You know, if her daughter goes missing or dies, that's fine, but she can't have her son be a murderer. You know, that would just, and she doesn't want her husband to know because he would just be sad again. She wouldn't have her... Little fuck buddy still. She's so vapid. She is disgusting. All she cares about is herself. Yeah,
1: you can see her stop in several points in the movie and take a moment, like, amongst all the chaos to really look at herself in the mirror, and I'm like, bitch. But you know
0: what? Julia Stiles kills it in that role. She does. She She made me
1: hate her. Yeah, she made me hate her. That's the thing. I
0: love when a character can be, like, when an actor can make, like, especially an actor that I already like, make me hate the character because they're just so, they do it so well. Yeah.
1: Like, Well, essentially what happens next is obviously a struggle between, you know, the whole family minus dad. Yep. So the mom and the brother are trying to
0: murder Esther, but Esther's a smart ass cookie. Um, <laughs> there's this one part where her and the brother are struggling and she, he throws her down the
1: stairs and his first response is, I didn't mean to, it just happened. Die. You literally fucking shoved her as hard as you could. What did you think was going to happen? Die. What the fuck? I hate this kid so fucking much. I hate him. I almost
0: hate him more than the mom. Almost. I hate them equally, I think. Yeah, they fucking deserve each other. Ugh. So, uh, he, like, chases her into the painting studio. And does he have a knife or what against her? I... Or maybe just his own fists? I don't even think he has a weapon. I
1: can't remember if
0: he had a weapon, Um,
1: honestly. But, yeah,
0: because he's like, you're not gonna get out of this. And then he turns around and she's got a fucking bow and arrow in her hands. She was watching
1: him show... The dad had to use yeah, that earlier he, in the movie. Yeah, it had been
0: referenced earlier. He had, you know, been shown the dad. And, yeah, she arrows the fuck out of that kid right in the chest.
1: Oh, yeah. Done. Yeah, he was, he was dead dead. Yeah. And then uh, the eye. mom comes in, and she's like, my, my son, my precious star fencer of his son is dead. My little sociopath, oh, my Norman Bates, I love you. Fencing is not cool. Fencing will never be cool. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't have the money for fencing. <laughs> fencing. Therefore, it's not cool. Fencing is for rich people, so...
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, so there's this uh shot of the kitchen catching on fire because somebody left the stove on, which uh, I was watching this with my boyfriend and he did point out that that is so cliche in a horror movie. And I agree with that, but... It had been set up in the original that the house burnt down, and yeah. that's how she got away with it for so long, so yeah. they had to have it happen some way, and the house just catches on fire, and the dad comes home, and mom and Esther are fighting on the roof. Of
1: this gigantic fucking house. That's on fire. The whole place is engulfed. In the fakest fire I've ever seen. I know they it had a decent budget for this. so fucking...
0: <laughs> Y'all could have done better on that fire. I'm sorry. That was bad.
1: The fire was cracking me up. Yes,
0: um, and then we get to, I was so excited that this moment happened where the mom and Esther are both hanging off the roof and the dad has to almost like decide which one to save. I was just like, save Esther!
1: Save I Esther! Know. So, um, what happened next then, is... Yeah. It... <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so they were struggling on the roof. Um, both of them, like Casey said, were hanging from the gutter. Essentially the mom, you know, had to let go. She... Lost her grip. Lost and her grip. Yep. So I wrote. The, uh, Trisha went splat. T- Trisha's head seriously made a little pfft noise. It was like a if you dropped a pumpkin off a building.
0: Yeah, but with a body attached.
1: Yeah, the head was the pumpkin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty gross, but it was pretty it was awesome. So, cool. so he pulls <laughs> Esther up because, of course, the mom, while she's trying to get herself saved instead of Esther, she's like, "It's not Esther. It's a grown woman. She's crazy." So the dad pulls Esther up, and he's like, wait, what was mom saying? (laughs) Oh, fuck. And he grabs her face, and Esther's, like, fake teeth
1: fall out. It was so gross, because they were knocked out earlier when she was fighting with the mom. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, she's got the fake teeth over make
0: because she's got yellow teeth from being in a psych ward in Estonia for years. Yeah. Um, And so she's got fake teeth to put over it to make herself look more like a kid. And, uh, yeah, so, like she, like, has the teeth come out, and he's like, what the fuck are you? <laughs> and You're she, a monster. Yeah, and she's like, I love you. I did this for us. And it's so sad, because she doesn't even push him off. He slips. She tries to, like, grab for him. She doesn't even want to kill him. Yeah. Because she loves him. She really does. She yeah. truly loves... Like, in the, in the original Orphan, like, yeah, she just wanted... A dad. She just wanted a husband. She didn't really love Bill Skarsgård. He was just there. Yeah. He was just the family that adopted her. But she really fell for Alan. She loved him. They had, like, a connection, which is so fucked up, I know. Yeah. But they really did. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I mean, he so, really
1: cared about her, like, yeah. whether it was truly his daughter or not. Yeah. Like, you could tell he really loved being a dad, and he really... And for that last moment, he was like, fuck But yeah, and then I went, I wrote Alan also went splat. Alan also splats a little right next to his, uh, shitty ass wife. So (laughs) at least they died next to each other, I guess. And then Esther comes walking down the stairs through this... inferno like like she was like she was so casual i was like she would have been fucking dying dying like every single wall and ceiling is is on fire and she's just
0: she can breathe it's fine it's not like um fire takes oxygen out of the
1: room or anything it's like slow motion casual and i was like i'm sorry girl put a little motherfucking pep in your step because you're gonna get roasted you are not walking fast enough she like made herself look pretty in
0: her room and then went downstairs was like on fire. the whole house is on fire dumbass you've Bro. been smart up till this point
1: that was a stupid thing i hate that they did that i honestly. do too the way she was
0: walking like if they had made the fire a little less well no because the fire needed to ravage everything so they wouldn't know what happened
1: um it's true but i mean like but, yeah they, they didn't need to have her
0: spending time in she could have w- crawled out a back window yeah. You know, instead of walking through the front door and
1: strolling yeah, casually
0: like, down the hall, like
1: found a, a bush or something, or like a tree yeah, to grab onto exactly. on the other side of the house. Yeah, I know anything would have been more plausible than her walking cool through guy the walking literal fucking Dante's Inferno of a house
0: without any breathing problems or smoke inhalation. She's whatsoever. just fucking chilling. Yeah, um, so that ending is pretty fucking hilarious, honestly. <laughs> that part really did crack me up.
1: And it's playing that song that she listened to throughout the whole thing. Yeah, She had a little record player in her
0: room. Yeah, and- it's like a really old song.
1: And uh, so, yeah, the
0: police just think that, you know, her brother died in the fire and her family, her parents slipped off the roof while they were trying to escape and she managed to get out of the fire and they think she's just a poor little orphan girl again Aww. Aww. Poor Aww. little dead parrot, girl. Aww. It's okay, Jess.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's how she gets away with everything. And then one of the last lines of the movie, she one of the um, people is like, yeah, we have gotten in touch with a very reputable adoption agency. And then, of course, we know from there is
1: when she finds her next family, Vera Farmiga. Yup. Yep. I thought it was a really cool... Um, that ending, so it all really did perfectly piece it together.
0: I, I thought it was so fucking good. I thought it came together so well.
1: And the little tear, I think yes. she really did love that guy. She did. I think. And I and think that was like her heartbreak because she wasn't like smiling. It wasn't maniacal. It was sad. Yes, yeah, because she didn't push him. She
0: really didn't. He <laughs> fell. And I, because in the in the original, she still has a picture of Alan in her Bible. And that's the picture that Vera um, Farmiga finds is a picture of Alan.
1: Oh yeah, because she was in love
0: with him, you know. And you know, Peter Sarsgaard in that movie is just her surrogate. Is just her trying to get, you know, to be an adult with a husband who loves her. But she didn't love Peter Sarsgaard in that much. She loved Alan, and she still did at that point. Yeah, in the you know in the original movie, and it's I really really love when we get different shades to our quote-unquote bad guy in a movie I mean I will always be down for a Jason or even a Michael like an original Michael who is just he doesn't talk he's just murdering and you don't get a lot of backstory and even with Jason he's just a stalking killer who doesn't have a whole lot of shades to him he's just a vengeful guy who's you know he watched his mother get beheaded and that's all there is to his character he's just right. he just murders teenagers love him will always will always love those kinds of characters but i also really love when we get a character that has so many shades to them and has a story that really makes you want to feel bad for them because i swear to god this whole movie i was like no i'm team esther this this poor girl this poor woman her entire life has been treated
1: like a child has been sexualized weirdly. And, and I'm sure
0: awful things have happened to I her. I can imagine. And so I think she, it's like
1: implied with how fucked up she is. Yes. That she's been through quite Way a bit of much. trauma. Exactly. Yeah. And she,
0: you know, is treated like a child. And so she became a little bit of a con artist. Yeah, which Taking whatever. Taking advantage of it. She took advantage of her situation. And then, you know, we don't actually know what happened with that first family. Whether, you know, it was real murder or what but she did end up in an asylum and yeah she killed some people in the asylum to get out but i still i f- i feel for her the entire time i really yeah. do i am just so sad for her like really i in the first movie i was not as team esther
1: um, i agree i kind of in this
0: one i really was i was too yeah. and
1: now i like want to rewatch the other ones so I can be like, yeah, okay, I still like her. I still <laughs> like her. I think she's
0: pretty cool. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, unfortunately she dies in Orphan, so.
1: Yeah. um,
0: Maybe we'll get another prequel, but I doubt it. But No, that's I'm, okay.
1: I'm happy with the two that we have.
0: I'm so grateful for this. I love when they, you know, this many years later, it's so unlikely to get a prequel to a movie like that, but so many people, you know, it had a cult following and so many people wanted to see it. That it finally got made. And I love when shit like that happens. Absolutely. It came out so long ago, the first one. And I am just so grateful that we get
1: more of Esther and Isabel Furman just being a little badass. It, I just loved her so much in this. I loved the character development, like you said. And I truly connected with Esther. Yeah. Um, And she... And that's She's they, a fucking badass.
0: Yeah. She's so cool. They really they gave us so many reasons to love her and then of course and of course she is the bad guy. She's a murderer. She murdered a lot of people in this yeah. movie and she was a con artist. But when they give you those emotional beats to make you care for the not only the protagonist but also the antagonist, it makes for a amazing viewing experience absolutely and that's some of i mean that's some of the best writing that it you know some of the best writers can do that
1: yeah can make
0: you feel bad for both parties and you know
1: yeah i love that and another thing like i think we kind of got that shock value like we were saying like the absolute crusher of a twist um we got that in the boy as well and so it was just really cool to see what um what he was able to do yeah. in this movie as well. I can see a
0: lot of similarities between this and The Boy. I definitely I think do. that's a stay tuned. I would love to cover that um, in some capacity. Yeah. Uh, I really liked that movie. And yeah, I um, I appreciate a good twist, and I really didn't see this one coming. Not even a little bit. I and, no. and, and when you watch The Boy, you kind of are wondering the whole time, well, is it this? Is it this? Is it this? And it does end up being one of the things that you think it might be, but this one came out of nowhere. Yeah. I did not expect this. Not even a little bit. And I love, I love that. I And I try not to think too far ahead in movies. I try not to figure out the ending if I can. Yeah. Because I just want it to, I want to go along on the ride they want to take me on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but sometimes it's a little too obvious and you can figure it out on your own. But man, I just can't talk that twist up enough. I, I really can. can't. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I, my jaw was on the floor. I can't tell you the last time a movie made my jaw like drop. Where I had to pause the movie and rewind to make sure I got that right. And wrote some shit down. I was yeah. like, I need a minute. because I'm Furiously like,
0: scribbling.
1: <laughs> like a fucking... Um, I don't know.
0: <laughs> but yes, we are... Uh, just, we love this movie, obviously. We, yeah. We've talked it up for the past
1: hour, because it's just too good. Zach, if you're listening. Rewatch it. I was going to say fuck you, but not kidding, I love you. Give Sydney beans... And all the children, our love. (laughs) All of them. We love you. We love everybody. Um, But, yes. (laughs) Sorry. We've been on a lot of Zach tangents
0: today. Well, we love him just a lot. We do. Um, So, and he is going to be on the podcast eventually as a guest. He's going to be reviewing... Taking of Deborah Logan, hopefully sometime in the next couple months. And neither
1: Casey and I have seen that. So. Neither of us have seen it. it. Is his
0: absolute favorite though, so we are excited. Yes. Um. And even though he hates this movie, he typically has a very good taste in movies,
1: decent at best.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <Jess. laughs> All right. So uh, I think that about wraps it up for Orphan First Kill. Um. I could praise it forever. I really think everyone should go watch it. I went in with low ass expectations, and I loved it.
1: I truly enjoyed it. I, I had can't fun. wait to watch it again. I can't either. I'm so glad that I subscribed to Paramount Plus because yes. I'm gonna keep my seven day, but just keep the keep going. Yep. And I even paid for it. I did the ten dollar deal, baby. Me no too. commercials. Yeah, fuck commercials. But yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so hope you guys have a great night. Thank um, you so much for listening. Yep. And next week, so this weekend we are gonna be going to Horror Hound. Jess and I are. Um, Um, in Cincinnati. Cincinnati.
0: So we're going to be seeing a lot of cool stuff, meeting some cool people. If any of you are there, please let us know. We would love to see you guys. Um, But next week, we're going to take it kind of easy. We're going to do a little fun episode for you guys. Um, We're going to talk about Horror Hound, all the cool stuff we saw. Um, We're going to do a little intro, uh, just kind of tell you guys a little bit about me and Jess, anybody out there who listens who doesn't, um, you know, know a lot about us. Uh, talk about how we met and, you know, kind of what horror means to us and, you know, how we ended up where we are now (laughs) doing this every week. Absolutely, yeah. So we just kind of want to share that with you guys. And then I think we're also going to play a game. And it'll be a fun game where you guys – uh, all the listeners can play along with us. So, really excited um, about it. It'll we're, be super fun. Yeah, it's going to be a very fun week next week. So we won't be doing a movie. We'll just be doing kind of a, a fuck around episode. But because we've got a long weekend. Yes, we yeah. do. Um, but we hope that you guys still listen and have fun with that. Um, and then the weekend after that is going to be our tenth episode, which is such Woo! a cool, um, you know, milestone to get yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. So, um, goes wild. <laughs> to celebrate that, we are going to bring Katie on, our friend Katie. She's <laughs> going to review, we are going to compare and contrast uh, funny games, which uh, I think the original was in the 80s and then the remake was in 2006, both by the same director. Um, the first one was shot in Italian, I think, and then so he reshot it in English. And we're going to watch both of them and review them because they are fucked up movies, and we love them. (laughs) And Katie made both of us watch this at some point, so Katie gets to come review it with us. Yeah,
1: that's only fair. Yes. So (laughs) Week
0: After Next is going to be Funny Games, but next week we're just going to have some fun. Yep, have a nice conversation. Um, If anybody has any questions they want to ask, or any shout-outs, like if a listener has a birthday or something next week, like, dude, just email me. I will shout you out. I will always, you know, say hi if... You send us a hello or compliments, comments, um, questions, we'll answer whatever. Just send them our way and we'll uh, give you a little shout out on the next episode. Love that. Um, we do have our Twitter at Deeper's Creepers. Always follow us there. We now also have an Instagram, Deeper's Creepers, um, which is also super cool. We have some awesome sexy photos up. We'll be posting more yes. as we go. We'll be doing more photo shoots. Um And then, of course, like and rate us wherever you listen. Please, please, please. We need more ratings and comments and all that stuff. We need ratings. Five stars. Five stars, Angel. Five stars. Five stars, stars, Angel.
1: Five stars.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so we're excited for next week. And uh, we are super excited for Horror Hound this weekend. I'm going to meet Doug Jones.
1: Ah! I love him. Yeah, honestly, if you guys are listening and you see us at a Horror Hound, please just come up and say hi. I would cry. Yeah, I would
0: absolutely cry. Yeah,
1: it would literally make us both cry. I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But either way, maybe
1: like warn us so we can like make sure we have like waterproof mascara. (laughs) Yes. But yes, please come up and say hi. We'll be there. Yeah. We might have some little goodies to give out potentially. Mm, Potentially,
0: maybe some stickers. We know, you
1: bitches love stickers. Uh huh. But anyways, stickers. Hang tight. But yes. Uh,
0: otherwise, we will just uh, see you guys next week on the next episode. And uh, we're just so happy we have so many awesome people that listen.
1: I love you all. Stay spooky, Stay bitches. Stay spooky.
0: Bye. Bye.
1: Where did you get those eyes?